Hello everyone out there again. I'm back. I didn't think I'd be back. Everyone keeps saying yes, so you got me again. Exciting. I also have a super exciting guest. I have Charlotte Ryby, who was most recently in the best show ever, no offense to my other guests, Waitress. Hi Tom. Sort of tell everyone how you how you got that role, how it sort of came about. Oh, how did it come about? Waitress for me started in around October 2018 I think it was possibly September late September I'd literally just had a baby at the end of August so it was all a, a bit of a crazy time and it was the first audition that I'd gone back to um, and did a few rounds and everything went very 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 quiet and Christmas happened and then I got a phone call I think it was in between Christmas and New Year of 2018 saying can you start rehearsals on January the 7th so when I've forgotten how long Waitress was running for were you there from the start I was there from the very beginning original cast yeah um, are you did you finish at the end of the run or did you stop before that no I, I so I did one contract I finished we opened in March yeah and we finished right at the very beginning of December. So it was just, you would think it was a, like an 11 month contract, including rehearsals. So you worked with Catherine McPhee. Was there any of the Jenners or? Yeah. No, I worked with Catherine. Uh, I'll see her tomorrow night. We've got a Zoom chat booked. Um, well, I guess, yeah, I worked with Catherine. Catherine, um, if you're watching, I've sent you a DM. You should be interviewed. <laughs> I'll tell her, I'll tell her. Uh, Catherine and Lucy Jones. And then obviously the wonderful understudies as well. Sarah, Connor and Olivia Moore. So they were my Jenners, yeah. So when you finished Waitress, did you still go back and watch it when you had other cast members come over? You're like, oh, I'm going to go watch this, see how they are in no, the show. No, I've not. I never saw the show again after I'd watched it. I've been into the building um, when I've been into London to do other work or gigs or something like that. So I've been into London to, to see my old dressing room girls or something like that. But I've not seen the show. No. And do you know what was really sad as well? Myself and uh, Nicole, we had decided that we were going to go and watch the last show in July oh really sad i know and kelly agbo as well we were all going to go and watch it because that's our dressing room and our dressing room girl olivia we wanted to go and make sure we saw her last show with cindy that's as well i know so it was really sad knowing that it was just suddenly mm. Luckily, i i got to see it because um it was my first show i ever saw i, I technically i saw matilda but i wasn't wow. into musicals then so it didn't pass it was my first show but Waitress is the first and only musical I've seen as a musical theatre really? fan. So I'm very happy. I was in Aberystwyth at the time. It took me seven and a half hours to get to London on the coach. Wow, so it's worth it though? Yeah, it was funny for my girlfriend. She didn't know where we were going. So I just was like, we're getting on the coach. Seven and a half hours later. You've got, all the the points. The You've got all the points for taking her to Waitress there. Yeah, because Sarah Borellis is her favourite singer in the whole world. Beautiful. And Sarah, Sarah was playing Jenna at the time. And we went to the stage afterwards to meet her. At stage door, so do that. I think I don't know how I'm ever going to beat an anniversary present ever again. Yeah, well done, well done. So, waitress, you I've seen your I didn't plan it. At, is it West End Live? Yeah, it was fantastic. Thank you. It was like it's one of my favourite songs. I'm learning at the moment. It's very hard. Not the original key, obviously, because I can't do the whole I didn't plan it. 
the whole really high. But <laughs> it is such a fantastic song. Are you right. as in love with the whole soundtrack as the rest of the world is? Oh my goodness, yeah. From the beginning, so I I wasn't a, um, not a waitress fan in the beginning. I'd heard some of the music before I auditioned for the show, but I wasn't hugely familiar with everything. So obviously, as soon as I got the job, I was like, oh, I kept listening, get listening, get listening. Um, and then starting rehearsals, as soon as we started rehearsals, learning the music, learning the complex harmonies, everything that goes into that show, you instantly fall in love with it as well. And it's, and it's funny, doing, doing a musical, you become not bored, but you obviously listening to it sometimes twice a day, eight times a week, you know, you you go, oh, this, this song again, you know. I, I know this one, back to front and inside out, upside down. Waitress isn't like that. You can listen to it over and over and over again. And yes, fall in love with it. Every time what, you hear it. What was your favourite song in the soundtrack? If you had to pick one, which one would it be? Everything Changes. Amazing song. Is a, is a huge favourite of mine. Like I said, I, I'm a mum of two. Um, so the whole show for me has a, a really deep meaning. The words are incredible. And um, yeah, everything changes, I think, is the lyrics are extremely poignant. And it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful music. Wonderful song, that one, particularly. I think the amazing thing about Waitress is that each of the songs are so different in their own ways. You've got the ballads of like She's See Mine, which is so emotional and, and heart-wrenching and just yeah. power and then you've got like um never getting rid of me brilliant and it's just i find it so amazing i didn't plan it again the your it was all of them i can listen to them over and over again it's just, it's just testament to sarah Borelli, so she's one of the most talented women i have ever met like we all met her and become completely starstruck like i've met some massive people in in my career but she was one of the people that really made me go because the woman walks into a, a room and she's like hi charlotte like she knew all our names which is amazing from from day one she knew everybody's name um and then she'd go over and she'd play a bit of the piano she'd go, can we just change this and then she'd go over and she'd change a little bit of um change a harmony and then she'd pick up a guitar and go can we just change this bit and then she'd go over and go over some of the choreography with somebody the woman there's no end to that woman's talents so you know it's, she's incredible it's so amazing i saw i think that the whole world that people all these waitress fans have the same sort of admiration for sarah mm. because you see her at stage door she's so busy she has to do it really quickly because she's, she's so lovely but then it's just so amazing you see people just being like there's a video somewhere on facebook that i saw of a guy going, hi Sarah, hi Sarah. Look at the camera and go, I met Sarah Borellis. And it's just one of the best videos I've ever she's, seen. She's beautiful. really normal as well. Yeah. Cause and they, beautiful. They, yeah, because when security came out and said, all right, she can't take pictures, you've got to be really quick. I, I just thought, she's gonna, she's, all she's going to do is walk past about that. But yeah. She always makes time to have a quick. Yeah, she's lovely. So amazing. So, moving on from Waitress, mm. I have stuff to do because I love it. Before Waitress, you were in Jesus Christ Superstar. I was, yeah. Which, funnily enough, Sarah Brothers is now known for being in as well. That's my link. Talking about there Sarah Brothers. Smooth. Edit that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> so, how'd that come about? When, when was that? So, I did Jesus Christ Superstar twice, two years 
on the trot. Um, Superstar the first time was the first show that I did coming back after having my first little boy. So it was a big deal for me personally, coming back after having a baby. Um, That was in 2016. Um, yeah, 2016 at Regent's Park Theatre. Uh, Drew McConey did the choreography, who hands down for me is one of the country's best choreographers by far. And uh, to dance his choreography meant the world, let alone after having a baby, because it hurts. <laughs> but he's incredible, um, along with Tim Sheeder um, as the director and Tom Deering as musical director. Um, those three together are a force to be reckoned with. They're incredible. And then to be working on that music, stunning. I loved it. So I did it two years on the trot. Did it first year uh, at Regent's Park, and then they revived it again and did it a second year at Regent's Park. Um, And I got to work with my husband for the first time in our whole relationship. That must have been quite a nice thing. So we did, yeah, well, do you know what? To begin with, they were like, oh, you know, Ivan went and auditioned for it and and he got the job as well. And they're like, yeah, you got the job. And I was a bit like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm going to be working with my husband. But it was amazing. It was amazing being next to him. And funnily enough, when we were doing a lot of the choreography, we were next to each other on the stage. And he is an incredible energy to, to feed from. On the stage and it's the most energetic um yeah painful show to do so you need people next to you that you can feed from and it was wonderful to work with my husband so yeah two years on the trot Jesus Christ you start Regent's Park. It must have been pretty hard though if you both had the same job that soon after having your first was it? How, it was um yeah my my little boy was 11 months old I think when I went back to work for the first time we'll segue into that one what I did straight after but yes he was he was 11 nearly nearly a year old 11 months nearly a year old when um when we went into Jesus Christ Superstar when I went into it for the first time anyway it was difficult but we're very very lucky that we've got wonderful parents that helped us look after him so super lucky shout out to your parents Dalton Shout out to the grandparents. Shout out to your grandparents. Yeah, if you're watching, Grandma. Nanny Pat, Grandma Pat. And Grandad Mike. Grandad Mike, hi. Sorry, Grandad Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Never called you Grandad Mike before, but that's what I'm going to call you from now on. There you go. Um, Let's talk about Billy Elliot. So Billy Elliot, I said Jesus Christ was the first job that I did after having my little boy but I went back to Billy Elliot to close it so I I went into Billy Elliot um god I don't even know what year it was um but in total there were three years of Billy three contracts I did the first year and then I got married and had a baby went on maternity leave and then went back and closed the show after having my first little boy and then went straight into Jesus Christ Superstar a bit complicated but yes so there was there was a maternity leave within um within that show but it was it was it was two and a half contracts in total 
Was that a strange feeling, starting a show, leaving, and then just coming back to finish it off? Yeah, I went back for two weeks. Filmed, filmed the big cinema experience, the Billy Live, in those last two weeks as well. It was weird. It was really weird. But yeah, I went back, closed the show. Did you ever feel like you got back and you're like, why am I back? Did you, did you feel like I've come back to No, no, it was amazing. It was amazing to go back and be like, hi, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> it, was, it was good to go back and, and see everything and close the show that I started as well. So it was nice. It was nice to, you know. So was that like a, when you went on maternity, was that like a, you'd already decided that you were going back for those last two weeks? Or was that just... No, no. Well, when I went on to maternity, I didn't know the show was going to close. The show, Billy Elliot had been open for 12 years. Um, so I, I, didn't, I didn't have any idea that the show was, was not going to just run and run and run and run. I went on maternity to, to you know, in, in the, the idea that I was going to go back into a show and, and, and carry on, maybe do another, another whole year or another whole contract. But... I got a phone call towards the end of my maternity and they said, oh, the show's been given its notice. Um, it's happening on this date. So I finished my maternity and I went back. So very lucky it all just timed out nicely. Perfect. Mm. So, um, I forgot what I was going to say. I lost my train of thought. Before Billy Elliot, mm. you were Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah. That is a good show. How, how, how'd that come about? How did that come about? Oh, just just auditions again, you know, via the old agent and and everything else. Um, the auditions for Priscilla were quite complex. They were a lot of work as as a trio. Obviously, they're trying to find because I was one of the divas, so they're trying to find this um, a chemistry and a blend between the the voices. Um, so there was a lot of like workshop auditions that happened for Priscilla Queen of the Desert. And it was, um, yeah, I think we, we did about six or seven auditions for that show. It was long, um, but brilliant. I mean, probably the most fun show, all the drag queens and the flying and swinging around on a bus and the ridiculous costumes and the jukebox music. Uh, it was hilarious and I met two of my best friends in the world doing that show um, they're more like sisters to me Portia Mare and Emma Lindas and we created a band called the Idols um, and we do a lot of corporate work and all sorts together so give us a follow I've seen that on your Instagram there everyone you go. follow you on the Instagram yeah make sure you do that everyone that's watching Thanks. at home thank you very much I today saw a video I hope you're getting this information right. It's embarrassing if I'm not. But I saw a children need video with hairspray. Yeah. How was that? Like, that must have been pretty exciting when you were like, we're going on children, children need. Oh my God. So I was the alternate Tracy. It was my first West End show was hairspray. And hairspray was the show that I did before Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Um, yeah. Little old me. Being on a tour before that. Like, here's your first West End show. You've got the alternate Trace Turnblad in. It was a massive deal coming over from Broadway, Hairspray was when it first came into the West End. Um, it was amazing. Again, another show that I auditioned maybe eight or nine times in the, in the audition process for. Um, 
dance calls, acting calls, singing calls. It was it was a really, you know, a really big audition process. But what an incredible show! Um, and and I used to do, you know, I I performed the part of Tracy quite a lot. Um, and it just happened to fall that time that um, the girl that played the lead at the time, Leanne, she wasn't very well, and they were like, oh, it's children in need. You're on. So how much warning did you get about that? It was in the afternoon of the same day. So I didn't get rehearsal. Leanne had done the rehearsal in the afternoon on set at Children in Need. She was fine. And Leanne suffered with quite bad migraines at the time. And so she she, she had a, a migraine. And literally just before the show, you're on. I was like, oh my goodness. And the thing was, at Children in Need, the stage was Perspex. So the and so to run onto the stage, you were like, oh no, it's very slippery. And I'm in front of millions and millions of people right this second. So yeah, it was scary. It was scary. And also, the difference between your like West End shows and Children in Need is if you fall over in the West End, it's very likely people will see it, will hear about it. Before and children there forever. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And um and yeah, and it was also a different version of You Can't Stop the Beat as well. It wasn't the version that we do in the show. It was and a cut version. Oh, I think I listened to it. I, I listened to it a fair few times, but it was a completely different version to the one that we did in the show. So you really had to concentrate to make sure that you did the cut version and not the version that you did in the West End show. Was it super stressful when you were on stage or do you think once you got there and you once you started getting into the swing of things you were just like okay it's not as bad now well at children in need yeah yeah you just you just that's that's the whole thing with with theater and everything you just sort of it's a mind over matter thing if you let your nerves take over completely i mean i don't know if any of us would ever do anything as performers you've got to have that control to go okay i can do it yeah yeah, you know, if, if you, you think about the the amount of thousands of people that are watching you or the millions that are watching you on TV and stuff, I don't think any of us would ever do anything. So you just sort of go with the flow. I think um, I've got one more show that I need to talk to you about, which is your first show, Me and is, My Girl. Yeah. Does it feel weird thinking back to your first show after the shows you've done now? Or does it feel, how does it feel to just sort of think about? The first one. Yeah. The first professional one anyway, the first one out of college. Um, gosh, yeah, it was. And do you know what, thinking, thinking back, it was, it was a lovely show and a classic as well, me and my girl, um, with an incredible cast, some wonderful, wonderful people. You had Alexis Owen Hobbs, uh, Lizzie Hills, um, Matthew Brind was the musical director who did Made in Dagenham and I think he did Shrek as well. But there's but an incredible, incredible cast. Uh, Dilly Keane from Fascinating Aida was playing um uh was playing the Duchess and I understudied her. Um was was Sylvester McCoy, one of your Doctor Who's. Um who else was in it? You had Faye Toza from Steps. She was playing. She was playing our leading lady. It was brilliant. It was a brilliant show to do. Um, 
although it didn't last as long again as it was supposed to do we got our notice early on that show being on tour but a lovely show to to do and it was I think it was important for me as well to to do a tour to come out of college and do a tour as well because it's hard work so you I don't know I think I earned my stripes as well going on tour and you know doing that first I think it's important I think everyone should tour at some point in their life it's completely different to working in the West End what's been your favorite place that you've toured to um home for me was is the whole new theater it's, it's always wonderful to get home uh i love going to edinburgh it's also wonderful manchester's a brilliant brilliant town to go to city should i say um i remember really enjoying <laughs> people are gonna laugh at me for this one going to malvern and it was not because of the theatre particularly, but it was a tiny remote town in the middle of nowhere in the Malvern Hills. And you were surrounded by incredible countryside. And we all stayed in this massive um, like manor house, 12 bedroomed manor house, the whole cast, all of us together running a riot. Was that strange? Oh, I've lost you for a second. I'm going to talk to the camera. I've found you again. I lost you for a minute there. So I just carried on talking to the camera. Right. It was just me that people could see. So I, was like, <laughs> I, didn't know what to do. so I was like, I'm just going to talk to the camera. So hello, everyone back there. Um, I'm just going to wait a second to make sure the signal's got better. It's okay. Yep, we're back. Okay, cool. All right. What were you saying? So you were in Malvern and you were in the, the big manor house. Yeah, we, we had a 12-bedroom manor house and it was incredible. The whole cast um, got to stay together for once and you never get to stay together like that. It was brilliant. Great fun. I also enjoyed Plymouth. Plymouth was great fun. That's good. I think my favourite part about these interviews is that everyone I've asked about a tour has said somewhere in Scotland, which is quite nice. I loved Ah, oh, like oh, Edinburgh's divine. It's just stunning. I think my favorite is someone said Glasgow and Glasgow is quite important to me. My dad's from Glasgow, so I'm half Scottish. Right. Um, so funny story. I'm going to tell everyone on the internet this story now. The hospital my dad was called in was called Rotten Row, Rotten Row Hospital. So my dad was born at Rotten Row, which is quite nice. funny. <laughs> yeah. Dad, if you're watching, sorry I told everyone in the world that you're from Rotten Row. <laughs> um, this is a question, this is a hard question. Uh, I've asked a couple of people this. If you could only go back to one of your shows, which one would it be? Superstar. Jesus Christ, Superstar. It's like quite an easy one to just be like. It was, and it was not for the part that I was playing because I didn't play a lead part in it. Um, there was nothing featured about what I did, but I got to dance. And um, again, to do that choreography and sing that score uh, was 100% fulfilling every single night outside in Regent's Park it's beautiful that's amazing well yeah. we're coming near to the end of the interview and anyone that has been watching at home shout out to the grandparents again will know that this is where I ask some completely random questions I'm scared maybe you should be. I don't know I'm just going to have a drink of my gin and we'll be done go on first question I warned you about 
if you could be in any show, no stereotypes, no gender roles, for one night only, full costume, full lights, full sound, which show, which character and why? Really boring, because it's like my other answers. I'd play Judas. <laughs> I thought that's the answer as well. It's, I think... could be Judas. What a thing. Heaven on their minds. Jaded Mandarin. I do. I'd be Judas by far. I can imagine that you're the person that even at home now you're just being like, "I'm Judas at home." Just yeah, we were really singing fun. it earlier. We were singing it earlier in the garden. Definitely, I'd be Judas. Good choice. Time for the second question. This is a, we're getting to the secret ones now, so this is going to be fun for you. Okay. Okay. So, question number one. This is a hard one. It's a would you rather. Would you rather only listen to one original cast recording for the rest of your life and be able to listen to it as much as you want or listen to any cast recording but only listen to that one once? Say that again. I I didn't hear the last half of the question. So you can either listen to the original cast recording of any show as many times as you want Yeah. or listen to any cast recording but you can never go back to it. You can only listen to it once. I'd listen to any cast recording once. Are you not, the person not... that would find it hard to not go back to a... Yeah. Because once I hear it, I often like to learn it. That would be really hard. <laughs> that was a tricky question, oh. Tom. These are my tricky questions. And this one is tricky and random and it'll make you think. Would you rather never sing again or be a badly singing sheep? I'd be a... <laughs> I'd be a badly singing sheep. Let me just do everything a sheep does, though. You can't eat anything you enjoy eating. You have to eat grass. That's all you can eat. What, 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 what type of a question is that? It's a hard question, isn't it? <laughs> I'd have to sing. I'd have to be a badly singing sheep. <laughs> What would your husband think about you being a badly singing sheep? Would he be okay with that? That's terrible. That's terrible. Um, and the final question is, is a nicer question. It, and I ask everyone this. It's a fun game my girlfriend now plays where I ask you this question and pause before you answer and she guesses what your answer will be. So the question is, if you could be any Disney princess, which one would you be and why? Am I going to answer this? Yeah. Ooh, I have children. I've watched many a Disney program. Hang on. Who did I really enjoy recently? I don't know if she's a princess, though. Me neither. You haven't told me yet. (sighs) Who did we really, really enjoy? Okay, you ready? Yeah. Cinderella. Good choice. And why? Why? Because I like her progression. That's a good answer. You're welcome. That's a really good answer. It's so short and perfect, and it just says everything <laughs> you say about her. I've told everyone this. My answer, everyone that's watching at home will know this. My answer is the same and will always be the same. Also. Why? Because she's epic. Adina Menzel. Well, there you go. But she, the character's epic there as well. Yeah. 
Frozen oh. 2. It's brilliant. Oh, I love it so much. My girlfriend got it on Do DVD. You know what I really enjoyed about it, though? There was, like, we saw the first one, and then my eldest and I went to the cinema to watch Frozen 2, and it's quite boyy, though. Like, you know, with the big rock giants, and she's quite, you know, powerful. Yeah, she's not really airy fairy princess is she in any way shape or form have you been at home and just been singing recent songs yourself because i've done that so many times yeah i do it with the children they think i'm ridiculous and plus my one and a half year old goes Ooh, and he's only one he's, he's 20 months <laughs> my girlfriend have a thing now where if she's in the other room and i just get attention i'll do that noise and she does it back and i'm <laughs> cats hello again are you Jasper or this is Jasper. Jack, Jack or Jasper, that's it. This is Hello, Jasper. Jasper. There are two new additions that we got during well, it wasn't actually during, it would be at the very, very beginning when everything oh there's the other one. <laughs> at the very beginning when um when all this started to happen. And it was when Italy had already gone into lockdown. A friend of mine was like, oh, I'm going to get a kitten. I was like, I want kittens and I've wanted kittens for ages. So I persuaded my husband and then he went, well, why don't we get two so they can entertain themselves? So we did. And this is Jack too. Hello. So the children love them. So you and your husband are both in musical theatre. Yeah. Do you think you will ever want to start a family band or a family singing group <laughs> I don't know I, do, do you want to start a family band or, or a family singing group ever he's just shaking his head at me in disgust <laughs> me and my sisters when Frozen 2 came out I'd left my secondary school I've been gone for like two years after then mm. I was still in contact with my school teacher and I was like alright I've got a request and she was like what is it and I was like my sister still goes to the school can we come back for one night for the concert and sing something's never changed from Frozen 2. So me and my sister just came back. Amazing. <laughs> That's why old school her on stage. I'll do my Kristoff and Send voice. Oh, I love that. So it's so much fun. So my sisters as well, if you're watching, we start we need to start a proper proper family band. Brilliant. Brilliant. Do it. So we've come to the last question of the interview, which don't worry, isn't a scary question, isn't a question about sheep or princesses. It's just a very important question, which is What's your advice for people at home right now? Advice for people at home right now during, during COVID-19. I think that this is a, a time for us to find positives within the whole situation. Not only is, do you find positives within yourself, but you have to look around the world around you. Everything's healing. You can see satellites in the sky because the sky is so clear. In certain parts of the world, you can hear the birds singing because there's no pollution and no lorries and no traffic on the, on the roads. Um, trees are greener. Um, you know, every, everything looks brighter and um, is more peaceful. And I think that that can only be a positive thing. Um, this is a time for, you know, the, the world to heal itself. And I know there is, there's lots of horror going on within the world with people suffering, people who have contracted the, the virus um, and people that have lost their lives. And, and it's awful and, and extremely sad for everybody that's been affected. 
you know, personally or or to people close by or people that you know, because everybody has been affected by it. But um, I think personally, you have to find positives, um, not just with the world around you, but within yourself as well. Stay at home, find yourself a new skill, listen to music, use this wonderful thing that we, we call the internet and, you know, connect with people that you don't see very often. And um, yeah, and, and just indulge yourself in in your passions. And if it is watching musical theatre every day, then do so because it's wonderful and it brings joy. Thank you. Everyone at home, you heard it from the superstar. Just stay positive, be positive. Yeah. We're at the end now and it's really sad. Thank you for letting me interview you because it's been amazing. I've had so Thank much fun. Thank you, Tom. What a lovely interview. And there's just sort of two more quick things to say. The first one is if anyone wants to follow you on social media, how do they do that? What's your... Uh, I'm at Charlotte Riby. Right there. But no space, obviously. On Instagram. Um, and the same on Twitter. Uh, at Charlotte Riby as well on Twitter. That's just me. Okay, cool. And everyone should follow you because it's very interesting. Thanks. Um, check out the videos. I will, I'm going to put a link in the, in the video to I Didn't Plan It from the live and i think the last thing that i need to say which is very important is this video is to make money for acting for others which is super important right now it's so important so i know that it's a hard time for everyone but if you can help by donating just a little bit of money or as much money as you can it's everything will help because it's, it's hard for you as well isn't it not knowing what's it's extremely difficult yeah we as as actors and performers have nothing set in stone at all um even if people are talking about jobs for next year um or performances be it gigs or recording nothing set in stone for anybody we have no real work at the moment unless it's via the, the the channels of you know social media or zoom or the internet but we can't make any appearances among the public like we normally do so yeah it's it's very difficult to not know what the future holds because there's nothing definite at all yes everyone donate i'm there's literally a link right down in the description it's not like i have to go and find a way to donate there's a link right right down there under the i don't know yeah i've always wanted to do that to have my own yeah it's right down there in the description so make sure you donate as much as you can because it helps a lot and thank you again charlotte for being interviewed it's been absolutely amazing and everyone out there who's watching, make sure you subscribe and click that little bell because I have so many more amazing interviews coming up and it's going to be so much fun. So thank you everyone for watching. Anything else you want to say before we finish? Lovely. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye, Tom.